Namaste, this is Maya Tiwari with another episode of Women's Power to Heal Mother Earth. Today I'll be talking about nourishing peace. A challenging process when we are faced with chaos when we are surrounded by a dystopia community or communities, when we are in the midst of crises, such as the pandemic, when disharmony reigns supreme all about, and everything is topsy-turvy, upside down. This is the time when we are tested to nourish peace. It can be said that we ourselves can create peace. Peace is never just existing. It is in the substratum of the soul or the spirit It is at the very core of the Hiranyagarbha, or the womb of our universe. But as manifestations plays outward, movement begins, pranic actions sustain us, sounds and visions, aromas, touches, we become aware through the senses, but beyond the senses there is that incredible, impeccable, immutable stillness. Therein lies our forever peace. We can access this peace through the awareness. In these challenging times, I have had to crawl out of the vortex, the dark and dank spaces of the dystopia community within which I exist, within which I live, within which my school exists. To be challenged once again to find that awareness, which is not difficult at all to find because it is ever-pervading. It is always with us. It is simply a matter of not inundating the burdens of the mind. Now we may wonder why the mind continually charges towards the disharmonious, the chaotic, the bent, the dark. And that is because the mind is our watchdog. The mind is the surveyor. The mind is not our witness. Our witness is awareness. We are the witness. The mind is there to like a radar, pointing 
to things that are becoming unkempt, things that are going askew. For instance, in awareness, we're constantly moving forward through harmony, through stillness, through tranquility. The mind does not stop to think. We push aside awareness so that we can think. And while it is necessary in our manifested state as human beings within a universe, in search of that utopia, we must understand if we're looking at the river, we notice the river because she flows. But we would notice it even more if the river was blocked because that is not its normal, its natural flow. It is blocked. Something is amiss. So we will be called to notice it. That is the mind. The mind is not there to notice harmonies, synchronicities, stillness, tranquilities. The mind is active as it should be. And it points us towards every disharmony that is there. But we do not have to engage what the mind thrusts at us. And so in nourishing peace, we need to accommodate the mind, but not give it undue attention. And that is why we can find peace amid chaos, because in our awareness there is only harmony. We become the observer the Sakshi, or the witness, to even whatever disharmonies the mind is observing. It is natural for the mind to scan, observe, point out. It is up to us to exaggerate it or to inundate it whatever its disharmonious findings are, or we can withdraw, learn to withdraw back into the sanctity, the sanctuary of our chit mind, our awareness mind, where only chit happens. And that is not so much the mind, but the buddhi, the, what we can call the greater mind wherein resides our awareness. Each one of us has this awareness. So in exploring the nourishment of peace, we need to remember the power of our own awareness through which we can shift our reality 
back into awareness. It does not deny the despondent, disharmonious, difficult, denigrating things happen around us. But it chooses to focus on the harmony that only awareness can bring. To achieve this, in uplifted brackets, mind of peace, we need to understand healing as a perennial process. The ever-generating energy of becoming whole. We are not, we are forever becoming, we are forever whole, It appears like we are always becoming something or another. And by the way, it is essential that we understand that whole health, wholeness, wholesomeness is not a state of being free from despair or disease. On the underlying stratum of who we are, in humanity as human beings. We are permanently whole. Disease, with it or without it, with despair or without it, with pain or without it, we still remain whole. That is our substratum, that is our awareness. We can say that peace is the absolute freedom from all forms of disorder. We do not say that disorders do not exist. They are very real. But the indelible reality is our awareness, which is stillness. And we can fortify this stillness through the cultivation of our awareness, which is always there. To nourish peace, we must first heal the mind. In the Vedas, the path of Ahimsa shows us how to heal the mind. Ahimsa not only means nonviolence, but it is the work we do to cultivate inner harmony. And that is all about awareness. In aligning ourselves with this process of Ahimsa, we firstly reveal all of the hidden caverns of the fears and weaknesses and, and unresolved desires. The entire kit and caboodle of the unresolved that we have been transporting from generation to generation, from life to life. And even if you do not believe in rebirth, that's fine. We have many more lives to figure it out. So let us just concentrate on this life. The revelation of the unresolved negativity gives us an opportunity to heal that layer of grime. This is a very terse subject, but it is a very real subject for all of us. I vacillate in times of difficulty, and I have had, as I said, 
a dystopic community around me that is constantly at my heels. So it has given me endless opportunities to keep reclaiming my awareness. Now, awareness is not a sense. A sense is our ability to to breathe or to or to smell or to taste or to feel all of that. Awareness is the substratum on which everything that is manifested has come about. When I say we are healing into awareness, we're constantly healing. We heal into birth, we heal into life, we heal into death, we heal into rebirth, and the cycle continues. It is critical that we are in remaining ever-present in the process of our healing, however unexpected and challenging it is. We are given this time when we have so much philosophy abounding, so many doing the work of spirit. Many more out there, more programs than you could possibly imagine online in the virtual field, the virtual world. Well-meaning programs for our wellness and our healing and our getting through it all. Once more inundated with too many programs, as it were. That's our forward thrust. But healing is simpler than all of this. The process is often hard to face because it's never pretty. Our challenges contain at the heart of it that part of our journey which has been stuck or stale. And it takes courage to shake it loose and brazen it out. But if we are to face it, we can open up the spirit and find resolve. The difficulty is to trust the process. When you're constantly being put upon, when you've summed up the courage to open the doors and allow what is to come in, but what is does not stop coming in. You can lose your faith, you can lose your trust. But we go forward not in leaps and bounds, but in quiet, small steps. Challenges are plentiful and the solution is simple. We keep nourishing peace. We keep nourishing peace in our awareness. By untethering, letting go of the mind, not denying what it is observing. At this very moment, I am aware of certain dysfunctional, destructive activities in my forest. And yet, I'm not concentrating on that, I'm concentrating 
on the awareness through which I can perceive all of these things, but I'm not going to live there, not, not in that mind. This is what is called by living ahimsa. We learn that peace does not depend on conducive conditions. In fact, quite the contrary. Peace is about learning to transcend the disharmony, the disorder, the disease, the despair, the dystopia. By reaching for that inner flame, that irrevocable, incorruptible light that we call awareness, chit. Peace is about becoming comfortable with these carnal grounds of noxious, toxic incidents, events, people, whatever. At this time in our cosmic history, consciousness is highly accelerated. And so too are the despondent, destructive events. The back and the front, the yin and the yang. At the same time, this rapidity exposes an equally intensive state of our own imbalances and vulnerabilities. So we must make the extra effort, which is not an arduous set of effort, but a shift in awareness, a shift in the light, a shift from the mind to awareness, to recapture that love, that feeling of nurturance that has been so severely compromised. Awareness is the root of our nourishment. It is the primordial source. And we are being called back to this awareness. In a few days, it is said by the star aware humanity that we have an opening in August 8th, the 8th month, the 8th day of the 8th month, what they call the Lion's Gate and the portal, an energetic portal of light that opens up so that this awareness can take us through it. Not into safety so much, but into the new world. A world that puts awareness before all else. A world that values intuition a world that values simplicity and the knowing of nature, a world that is Mother Nature first and foremost.
So let us begin to nourish our awareness. Let us nourish peace through the activity of mothering, accepting, giving, caring, protecting the serene space within, the space of the oneself that we all share. This peace engenders the greatest love. My Vedic ancestors understood love and peace to be synonymous. They recognized that harmony is produced only by cooperating with Mother Nature. They surrendered to Mother Nature, to Mother Earth, and learned how to sustain prosperous communal living. They worked hard at nourishing peace so that they could keep love alive. They harvested the herbs, the roots and fruits and legumes without bludgeoning and the forest or the animal members of their community. They viewed their everyday task as a sacred duty to keep reseeding love into the soil, they knew what we are yet to discover, that the greatest value in our human life is to nourish peace. I leave you with this beautiful vow. May it also be yours. May it be ours. May it be the one. I bow to Mother Earth. I vow to safeguard her. I bow to the Earth within me. I vow to nourish and nurture her. So be it. Peace be your journey. And thank you for listening.